0: Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. In this episode, my guest, Jonathan Sparks, and I discuss how mentors can help you get unstuck. Jonathan is the founder of Sparks Law that handles business and transactional matters for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Additionally, Jonathan has a weekly podcast and as a musician has released a new single monthly in 2022. We cover topics such as how entrepreneurs can create mentoring experiences, how mentors can help you rewire your brain and let go of limiting beliefs and negative thoughts, why many people on levels higher than you appreciate and welcome the opportunity to become a mentor and other golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Jonathan. I appreciate you making the time.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: In our last conversation about mentorship, you mentioned it was important, was, is important to you. Why is that? What's the story behind you You and mentorship?
1: Uh, I think, you know, all entrepreneurs, you know, you, you need mentors. I mean, it's just, you know, you got to be humble, right? I mean, there's, there's people out there that can do it a lot better than we can. And, you know, it's uh if your your growth is limited by you know the truth that you can take in without like freaking out and losing your shit you know <laughs> what do you <laughs> so, mean by that uh you know i, I, I that's a, that's a quote from somebody without the expletive and i don't remember who but um it's so true you know uh you could you could grow and and succeed and have all of the success of your dreams if you would uh if you would listen to people that Know better than you, and that have been down the path that you're seeking to go down you know many times over, and you know 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 the the speed bumps and the hurdles and the twists and turns and how to get through it you know so but I think a lot of us are are really blocked so that we don't we specifically don't listen to mentors uh you know or seek out mentors much less because. I mean, a myriad of reasons, um, which we can certainly get into. But, but yeah, I think uh, mentorship is what it's all about, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good start. What are what's one what just one example of why you think people don't seek out mentors?
1: Oh gosh, Uh, well, people are often afraid of their own success. You know, like they'll. You ask them what they want you know they'll say i want you know i want a ton of money and it's like okay well what's a ton of money to you and they'd say you know a million dollars and you're like okay what is stopping you from getting a million dollars you know and then it then it starts to get more real right and and people will you know when they really think about it they don't actually want a million dollars they might okay. say they but they don't really. They don't really want it, or they would have it. Really? So, yeah, yeah, I'd I'd see it every day, you know. So we we put blocks up to our own success because success is scary. I think a part of us knows that if we're mega successful, we would lose a lot of our friends and family because you know they probably wouldn't like us. You know, and you can't struggle with. Them. Yeah, sure. Envy, jealousy, uh, anger. I mean, you know, have I told you about the, the Honda kids example? No.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. We talk about this uh, a little bit on my podcast that it's a it's a regurgitated uh, lesson that a mentor taught me. But he, he, he said, uh, okay, so you've got this group of people between the ages of like 25 and 50, right? And they're all it's the Honda Drivers Club. So they love Hondas, right? So yeah, everybody in the club obviously has a Honda and you've got this range where like the 25 year old is kind of on the bottom end and he's just got this banger Honda, like a, you know, thing it's got 150 or 200,000 miles on it. And it's about to break down and everybody's kind of like trying to lift him up. And then you have the guy at the top end who bought like, you know, the elite Honda thing that cost them like out of the door, like 95,000 bucks. Right. And it's like stitched leather interior and, you know, super nice and maybe some AI driving capability, and great engine. But anyway, they drive Hondas, right. And that's, that's just what you do because they're dependable because they don't cost a lot of money, you know, on and on. So what happens if one of the members, uh drives up in a a brand new range rover
0: I don't think they'd like it why not cuz it's not a honda
1: okay so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the whole point of the club i don't know
1: yeah well it you know a range rover that costs let's say you know like a like or a g wagon or something that's like 250,000 right so it just blows out of the water any of their threshold for like a vehicle that you're okay to drive, you know okay, I think they would have a big problem with him, and they would they would pull him back down to get a Honda. you know they're like, hey jerry, the the forty nine year old over here, you know, we all tolerate his having a really nice Honda, but it's still a Honda. you know, like nobody it's unthinkable for you to drive a G wagon, like why it's so expensive. It's hard to maintain you know unpredictable right like it just breaks all of our tribal laws
0: so what's that relationship to mentoring or people's own experiences with themselves imp- improving themselves
1: when we want to improve ourselves uh we need to seek out mentors that are in on another level and so typically the tribes that we are in the circles that we are in are going to naturally by default pull us down and keep us in that zone where they're going to keep us in the honda club because they want us to be in the club and we as human beings want to be a part of a community but the only way to level up is to to some extent leave your community and find a new community which you find via mentors does that make sense
0: it's Actually, yes. It's the crabs in the bucket analogy. If one tries to get out, the others will pull it back down.
1: Right. And it's not it's not like those crabs are being, you know, assholes. You know, they're they're being perfectly reasonable because they're trying to keep the tribe, the community together. It's just that, you know, what do you prioritize most, right? Like people liking you or the success that you say. So when people say they want a million dollars, you know, I don't really believe them a lot because what would that mean? What would that change in their world?
0: It would change all the relationships. I mean, if someone's listening right now and they say, okay, I I, I love the story and I get it. Where do I start? As far as how can entrepreneurs find mentors or create mentoring experiences?
1: There are thousands of mentors out there and I would encourage you to, you you have to change the coding in your brain you know the the brain is is plastic it's changeable but it has to be recoded right so we all grew up with you know early on we we put in coding in our brains that was like based on childhood experiences right so we're we're kind of our subconscious is largely looking to cre- recreate an environment that is similar to our childhood home okay that's with people that's with material possessions success and you know workload and all of that so if we want that to change then we need to seek out different things so you know i like to bombard my brain with people's content that are smarter than me (laughs) that are at Mm -hmm. a higher level than i am and you know it's not hard to find because you know a lot of the coding in my mind is 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 crap you know But if I listen to different content enough, I mean, literally every time that I can, instead of listening to the negative thoughts in my mind, I'm going to instead put on a podcast. I'm going to put on an audio book. I'm going to, I'm going to read a book. I'm going to, you know, talk with mentors. I'm going to get coaching services, you know, I'm going to, uh, uh, foster the relationships with people that are at higher levels than me or at least you know at my level and aspiring to be at a higher level as well
0: how do you foster those relationships cuz i'd imagine people at a higher level than you is an interesting spin on mentorship and they i'm imagining and i know some of them are just busy how do you get their attention and then foster a relationship to get you know 20 and even 30 minutes of their time and mentoring is free so that's the other side of it how do you do that
1: Yeah, Uh, I have found that most people that are above you uh, in terms of their success really enjoy and appreciate the opportunity to be a mentor. And yeah, they're busy, you know, sure, sure. But they probably had a lot of mentors themselves and, you know, they want to give back. You know, it feels great to help out someone, you know, to come up to your level or, or somewhere around, there, you know, that, that feels amazing. That's like a part of giving as a human being that I think, you know, uh, we, we just naturally enjoy doing so, yeah, they're busy, but you know, just whatever time and attention they give you, take it and listen, you know, and write stuff down and take notes on it. And, you know, if you don't understand it, ask questions, you know, because a half hour or even 10 minutes with uh, someone that's you know multiple levels above you, you can skip like years of, of bullshit that you would otherwise have to churn through to get where you want to be. You know, they just give you the, the short circuit route.
0: What kind of questions do you ask them or should people be asking?
1: <laughs> they should literally ask what kind of questions should I be asking you? If you were in my nice. shoes what would you, what would you want me to ask right now and they'll tell you you know it's just that realize that your subconscious is literally going to fight tooth and nail using all its resources to stop you from hearing them and it's not that you're an idiot it's not that you're you know you're it, it, it's there's no nothing to blame that's just the way that the mind works and it's there to protect you unfortunately or fortunately, uh, there's nothing really to protect yourself against except yourself. So you have to like write down everything they say
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and really take notes and just, like I said, bombard your mind with it until it sticks. Until when a, when a, a problem arises, instead of you flailing like you know, uh, like a fish out of water, you're saying, "Hey." Uh, there's an opportunity here what's the opportunity, you know, and then you, you're starting to hear in your mind, not your, your own subconscious, but instead what these mentors have been telling you all this time. And then you, you have the opportunity to react and interact with the world in a totally different way.
0: How many mentors should people have Anytime? any time? Is there a number? Or is it just as you need it? <laughs>
1: As many as you can handle, you know, as many that will talk to you. I, I wouldn't waste a mentor's time. If you have so many mentors that you you run out of time and attention span and capacity to take in what they're teaching you, then that's too many mentors, right? So then mm-hmm. scale back. But if you can get to that point and always be pushing, you know, that's that's best. Yeah. It it's it's up to your capacity, it's not theirs.
0: And after the first time call, if you get great advice and they're really helping you, how do you turn that an experience, which is a call, into a relationship which is ongoing in multiple touch points? Or how, how can you at least try? Not everyone can, but how can you at least try to do that?
1: Okay, so the question is how do you how do you create a relationship with a mentor yes. when just starting with a call? Uh, you know, it's money might be involved. I mean, normally it's not, but, you know, that's kind of an an afterthought. I think like any human relationship, you know, what, what do you do to show a person that you appreciate and value them and respect them? You know, you, you listen to them, you repeat back to them what they're saying, you know, you, you take their advice and run with it. And then you, you bring it back to them and say, Hey, uh, you know, Bob, I, I tried these three out of the five things that you said to do, this was my experience with each one. Do you think I'm bullshitting myself here? Or do you think, you know, this one didn't seem to work out. These two seem to work out really well. What do you think I should do next? You know, mm-hmm. and then take their advice. People, if if you do that with any mentor, they're gonna, they're gonna love you for it because, you know your success becomes their success, too.
0: And that's where gratitude would come in, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there will be haters, you know, largely uh, from people that are at your level or below you, you know, because they they don't want you to be successful for whatever reason. And, and we don't give a shit what that reason is, right? We, we don't have time for that. But mentors, they don't... There, there's no hard feelings. Like they, they absolutely want you to be successful, you know. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, I don't. You will get criticism, but only criticism to show you what you're doing wrong, so that you can do better, you know.
0: So don't take their advice personally. Is another way to say that, right?
1: Yeah, because your success is going to be limited by how much of their advice you can take. You know, if you're like, no, I'm, you know, you're disrespecting me. I'm better than this. You're not seeing me. You know the, they're just going to walk away because you're blocking them. You know that's no fun.
0: <laughs> what do you? What do you mean by blocking them?
1: Well, let's say that they. Let me think of. Let me think of an example. Okay, um, when I first opened up my practice to be a, a business lawyer, okay, uh, it was. I well okay. Let me say it this way: I was speaking with a mentor. And, and he said, what you need to do as an entrepreneur is make your company such that it can function without you, meaning that you have a great deal more time than you do right now, working in the business. Does that all make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that means, so I said, okay, well. I'm now, now I'm working about 10 hours a day, you know, five days a week typically. And so are you saying I should be working like five hours a day? And he's like, I'm saying you should be working two or three hours a day. Whoa. I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And he's like, well, why not? And I was like, it took me a while. I kind of chewed on it. And then I said, I don't know if I can do that because I'm a hard worker. And he said, uh, okay, if you need to be seen as a hard worker, right? If you identify with being a hard worker, then you should go, you should get out of doing business law and you should go be, you know, like you should lay concrete or work on an assembly line, you know, be a construction guy no one will argue with you everyone will accept that jonathan sparks is a hard worker no one will doubt that Mm -hmm. but if you want to be a successful entrepreneur you have to be willing to let go of working hard okay and i didn't like that shit. yeah yeah (laughs) he was telling me to be lazy Right. I mean, that's that's what I was hearing that's not his advice, but that's how I filtered it. Right. And I was like, I'm not sure if I am yet willing to, A, take that criticism and B, actually reduce my workload because I identify with being a hard worker that the first time I would meet a person back in these days, one of the first things out of my mouth would have been I'm a hard worker. You know, if you know me, you know that I'm a hard worker, right? I was proud of it. I was proud of my stress, right? Uh, So, you know, my capacity to accept that truth, my capacity to hear my mentor, right? And not negate his criticism of me, you need to not be a hard worker. You need to let go. If you want the success you're looking for, if you really want it, you need to let go of your identity as a hard worker, right? If I negated that and told them to screw off, right? Like (laughs) I would would be stopped. That would be my threshold. I would hit the ceiling of my own success, right? At at, 3 hour weeks. So there are thousands of lessons like that You know, that that we all need to hear whether or not we will accept it or have the capacity to learn from it is up to us. Right.
0: Well, definitely up to us. And we've covered a lot in a short period of time. If someone's listening and says, I want I want more successful mentoring experiences or help getting unstuck, whatever it might be. I'll do one thing differently, what would you tell them if nothing, it could be something you already said to reiterate it, it could be something you haven't touched on yet, but someone's just saying look i'll do one thing what what would you tell me to do.
1: Do stuff that scares you. Normally, the the stuff that scares you is uh, you know you need to get used to being uncomfortable and doing things that you were otherwise afraid of usually those are the things that are robbing you of the success that you're looking for.
0: Thank you very much. And if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to find you online?
1: Uh, my business law website is sparkslawpractice.com, S P A R K S lawpractice.com. Uh, I also have a podcast, Success, Decisions, and Rock and Roll, that's available on all the, the podcast outlets. And you can find that on Jonathan Sparks Music.com, J O N A T H A N S P A R K S M U S I C.com.
0: Thanks for the opportunity you're very welcome. Thank you for sharing the insights. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.